Welcome to a little slice of the South Pacific that we like to call paradise. All of your favourite bachelors and bachelorettes are on their way here, hoping to meet their perfect partner. Some will find long and lasting love, while others will find heartbreak. This year, there's more drama, more tears and more romance than ever before. And it all takes place right here in this picturesque and very private oceanfront resort. It really is the perfect place to fall in love. This is Bachelor in Paradise. Hello and welcome to Batchy Chats, presented by Cameo Guys, where we'll be discussing everything about the news in Bachelor in Paradise. I think last week I said this was our second last episode, and I will say that again, our <laughs> second last episode. <laughs> My name is Bakesy, and as always, I'm joined by Nelson. Welcome to you, Nels. Hello, Bakes. And Johnsy. Welcome, Johns. How are you doing? Not bad. Welcome to the second last episode. I do, it's an absolute stitch up by Channel 10 that they've gone, you know what? You all deserve one extra episode. No one wanted this. No one asked uh, yeah. for this. It didn't seem very transparent. I think we all thought, yep, it's going to be done. It's going to be done. Just because I've been putting in so much content over the last few days. Just when we thought we were away, they drag us back in. <laughs> and it's the nightmare's not over, listeners, because we're back next week for The Bachelor. Like, And you know what that'll mean? We'll go from The Bachelor straight into The Bachelorette. This is our lives for the next few months. There's no escape. How are they going to film The Bachelorette, though? I think they've done it, haven't they? Have they? No, they're no. still filming now. They haven't because shut the down. Thing, like, you've got to think, we're in, because for our listeners, we're based in Victoria, so we're under severe lockdown. But New South Wales isn't. So they even show yeah. in, in like the Lockie preview, they go into lockdown, do the Zoom dates, and then I think it looks like out. around from top five, um, top five, the final five, they, um, they're back on dates. Well, with The Bachelorette, I'm pretty sure Ellie and her sister were the late ring-ins. Like, they were playing to get one of the girls from... There's an Australian girl who does Dancing with the Stars in the US, and she was meant to be The Bachelorette, but with all the lockdown stuff, they couldn't get her to fly from LA. So they're like, fuck, we need something. Well, I just I heard it was always Ellie, but what they no. were working on was the sister. No, it was Ellie wanted to do it, and they're like, you don't have the personality for it. And the reason they need to get the sister was because it's like, well, you don't have the personality I'll, I'll, to do this I'll, on your I'll own. I'll tell you what, do you know what's getting a big play? Either of the Britneys getting a run yeah. next year. Well, I, that's strange to me because Richie doesn't have a fucking personality and he got one. <laughs> he had one shiny bit of personality where they dressed him up as an 80-year-old. God. <laughs> and just let him break dance. That's oh, bullshit. Christ. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh. All right, should we dive into the four episodes? Sure. Yeah. Sure. It's... <laughs> yeah. It's just, it was a mammoth task last week. It's a mammoth task this week. Like, doesn't get any easier. No. Even more because I enjoyed the last episode, probably not all aspects of it, but the la- aspects of the last episode the most. Yeah, that, and... that, the, the Wednesday night episode was, was strong. Mm. It was a good format. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, we will. You mean Matt? <laughs> I, you, I will not call that man Matt's dad. You know my feelings on this, and I will. I had a crazy conspiracy theory last week. This week, I think I'm on the money. Um, well, to get to that, we start off with... Um, the fallout of the Naranga, Gilly, and Jamie, 
and I wanted to say it in that order, because my first note here, Bakes, is that the episode starts off, and I can't remember someone, but claiming that Jamie was the first casualty of, like, the the rose ceremony, but then they don't mention Gilly or Naranga. Yeah, well, um, Gilly, Gilly never gets it mentioned. <laughs> Naranga should have. Give the guy... Naranga, Naranga should have, yes. Like, but it's all, it all centers around Brit. Because Brit feeling guilty about sending Jamie home, and then Cass just trying to get an ear the whole time. And this this was also the start of me turning on Tim, because Tim, like, mm. went she like walked past Tim at one point, and Tim, like, got a bit yappy at her, mm. and was like, "Why'd you let him go? Like, why'd you give your rose to Scoot? Like, come on, mate." Like he Just even he even told Jamie Fuck that like you need to let Brittany like go and let her do her own thing. I'm off him, and I hate yeah. him because I really I enjoyed think... him. Yeah, that was a sad a sad realization to come to. I think Chantel and I are the same. Like we we're both very fond of him, and just gradually like no. And the more I'll get to some more stuff I've learned about him when we get into his whole leaving stuff. Yeah, but yeah, it gets pretty bad. I know it does, but. We'll get to that as well. I've I've kind okay. of come around back to him after some of the the post interviews. No. I'll fight you, Bakes. <laughs> um, sorry, Cass is not impressed. Cass gets all she's mid thirties, and you can tell when she starts calling her a B arch, and like just you don't have the lingo. Just the, leave. Yeah, it. the hypocrisy when you're saying that someone else is immature. Oh, she's oh, B arch. So fuck off. Like I'll like, be careful with my language, but she's the worst person this series has ever had on. She was worst person because of Oh, she's just she's an awful person. I don't there's only so much you can claim a bad edit when you are dishing out the content that's so readily available. And like I agree even... with her, like they would have they've put words in her mouth or intercut stuff. But any time she's in that room alone with a producer, spouting the shit that she was is not a bad mm. edit. And it's not even entertaining shit she's spouting. It's like, no. just shut up. Like, at least I, I don't enjoy Kieran. You know, we, we aren't enjoying his actions, but like, well, there's drama on TV at least. Whereas Cassie's just, yeah. Um, there was just also, like, I wasn't impressed with Jackson because people are like, oh, did you expect to get the rose from Cassie's? like, no, nah, I didn't expect it to happen. She told you she was going to give you her rose. Like, Did he say, 100% I'll take it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, about pies. also on, didn't was... like Kiki calling Brit immature either. Like, you're 32 trying to look 20. Like, settle down. I think you'd be, you should be throwing stones. Yeah. It's a pretty big glass house. Although, Jess did make a comment later on in the week that she's like, Kiki's got quite the vocab. She does. Like, she's well-spoken when she needs to be. Mm-hmm. So, and yep. I, I guess, in contrast, she's she's with Kieran, who needed certain words described oh, she, to she's, she's a poet. <laughs> or spicy. Like, <laughs> spicy. He, he does not have a good grasp on the English language. <laughs> um, following the rose ceremony, we have the Alex, Kieran, and Tim discussion about Alex and Kira. The next, <laughs> the, the next day, that's when yeah, we, yeah. we have... They're asking, oh, do you see each other? Like, do you see a relationship after Paradise? And Alex is like, yeah, there's uh, there's some hurdles and uh, I don't like running or jumping. Uh, uh, he doesn't want a bar of it. For steeplechase, but I'm not sure. 
again, I believe I texted this to you guys, but he needed to blink three times to warn producers that he was in in danger because he he was a bit trapped. Did not know how to get out of that situation. Tried a few times, and it was He's absolutely nice. futile. Yeah, the producers had him by the balls too. They had his family. Yeah. They said, "You need to stay with her." <laughs> um, this this also was. Uh, I enjoyed Tim's couple reviews here, though. Like, did, like it, it was the next day, and he's like reviewing each couple, mm. and he's just like, "Wow, Connor and Mary." He's just like, mm. you just want to be him. I did have a note in. When we get to the, the final episode, I'm like, that's the only real relationship I actually care about. When they're going through all this stuff, I'm like, that's the one I want to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. This was also, the next morning was my first note of fuck off Alicia. Um, as she tried, to, she tried to hold court about the whole Cass and Brit thing and was mm-hmm. like... Is this the her, Mary and Cass oh, discussion? Yeah, like, just stay out of it. Look. I'm ashamed. She's the, the mum. I'm ashamed to say how many of my notes are. I wish I was there to see Nelson's rage. So oh, many of this. I'm like, how'd you feel, Nelson? How'd you were, feel, Nelson? I actually copped a calm down from Jess at one point when Glenn piped up. I, there's a note about it somewhere, but Glenn piped up and I got really aggro about it and I got to just settle. When her and Kieran had their little altercation and Glenn the White Knight popped up, I'm assuming. Um, that was it. <laughs> popped out of nowhere. Yep. We'll, we'll get right, to that. Um, Keely arrives. I just wanted, get... wanted to get into the fact that you could tell that Renee, during that whole court session, she's well off Cass as well. Like, Cass has no one, I think, by the end of Paradise. I can understand why Renee's off Cass when we learn a little bit more as well about the whole ring situation. We'll get into that, that for, as well. That for me, I'm like, oh, Cass, you've really put your foot in it. Fucking ring. Good lord. Get into the ring. The one ring to rule them all. Um, so, yeah. Keely. Also, and Cass calls the fact that Brittany and Jackson get together gross. Not on board that. I, I felt that was worse than the, the B-Arch thing. Yeah, I couldn't remember when, because I've, I've just got some notes about, in terms of the sequence of when Cass asked to go, it's Brittany, it's Brittany. And it was it was then was a whispering yeah and then she went gross yeah that's oh this is where I have my note of Alex blink twice if you need help because that's when he's like trapped by Kira and that's when Keely arrives because that's the dramatic entrance of well someone else is there that he can potentially mm-hmm. escape Kira I didn't enjoy oh, she she's off that season she left the first night little backstory on her there um. This is the whole beginning of Kira just saying Keisha, Kelsey, not being oh, named right intentionally. Like, and, and acting like she's mm. not bothered at all. It's like, you could not be more frantic right now. Yeah, when someone talks about something continuously, they're never bothered about it. So, I did also know. have another note here that I'm pretty sure that the poor BMX bandit, for 90% of his time with Renee, has had to listen to her complain about Kieran. It's all that happens. Like that's it's all that every time you happens. see them, she is talking about Kieran. I mean, he like, is there. <laughs> so I oh know there's there's yeah. some are, like they're not spending their whole time talking about like Naranga and stuff. Like no, they should. You don't need to talk about him constantly, and it's oh, I feel for him. 
Well, did you feel for you Cass ca- when she got a date card? For who? Cass got the date card. How did you feel about that one, Nels? Yeah. Cass is the last person who should ever be given a date card, was my note. <laughs> Why are we... I just said stop making her feel important. Oh, like, exactly. Like, stop encouraging her bad behaviour. Like, it's probably... Yes, it's good TV for them, but... Yeah. They're legitimately fucking with Britney's mind. Oh. Mm. Okay. I, and I wrote, Jackson that's, seems that's quite mentally... loyal, and then he goes with the Buller yeah. Banquet later. I'm like, you're a dog. <laughs> you're a dog. You just go make your pies, you fuckhead. I did write, I hope she gets shut down on this date like she shut down Naranga, but that didn't happen. That would have been sensational. Exactly. That, yeah. oh, Imagine that. that. That was that should have been what happened. Um, no. I, I Jackson know they, was no. I know they cut forward and back between his date and what goes in paradise, but just to speak about the date. Um so she takes Jackson, they do some snorkeling. Mind the note on that was stop fucking holding Jackson whilst you're snorkeling. They were snorkeling through there and she's fucking holding him. The poor guy's trying to swim away. Just let him enjoy the fishes. I don't think she can swim. <laughs> using him for buoyancy. Yeah, she's yeah a, pretty much. Well, she's a witch. It's surprising that she didn't just melt away. Um, and, and then you also had the note, um, the you don't have cold sores from Brittany. Like all those little remarks. Stop fucking... Oh, so we're speaking so poorly, a Brit. Awful, awful human being. Just talk about yourself. Like, don't but bring other people into it. But there's nothing for her to talk about. Mm. What's the? There's nothing endearing about her. No, 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 not a thing. I did enjoy that during this date with all the parallels to just kind of cutting back to Connor and Mary and just their relationship developing. They're sitting there playing chess. What a fucking couple. actually! I really enjoyed when they were playing mm-hmm. chess. I was like, give me, give me more of that. <laughs> What's the TV show where it's just people moving chess pieces go, oh, I think it's friends. Do you know what you're doing? Nope. And they're just moving the pieces around. I was hoping they didn't understand what they were doing there. No, it's Connor, it's Connor won. He didn't let her win, which is good. <laughs> Connor would. Not today. <laughs> oh, Connor. What a man. The Tassie kid. It really shows when there's someone that's not within this universe goes in there. Oh, because he's genuinely trying. He's yeah. doing stuff. He's spending, like, genuine like, time with her as well, like, just not for show. Because he's mm. like, they're not going to film me. We're playing chess. This is a great and opportunity. Did. And then they did. They should show some stuff where he tries to have a conversation with Tim or Kieran, just to see oh, what happens. I, I reckon he would never have spoken to them, because no. he'd just be like, what are these fuckwits? What would he have to talk to them about? Like, there's nothing there. Like... <laughs> There'd be nothing I in common. Even, I can't even think of anything that they would no. say to each other. He'd be like, no, oh, Tassie oysters are pretty good. <laughs> oh, what's an oyster? Oh, no, Jesus. Oh, uh, they, they, then it's the Buller Banquet, which is Buller literally banquet. just let Kira attack Alex and Keely. And then foot. she can walk off. Also... Was I the only one that for like the majority of this entire banquet, by the way they were editing it, thought that Kira was like down the complete other end of the table from Alex? Until the end, when it cut to a different angle, you're like, she is sitting dead across from both of them. Um, I thought she was always there. I just, my, my first note on the banquet was another free meal for Kieran to walk out on. Because it's all he does. <laughs> um, <laughs> Weren't you like, he's just getting his steps up every every banquet? Did he? he I think he stayed in this one, didn't he? No, he oh, stormed he off. He oh, stormed off. He? he was oh, there he for the majority because nothing was about him. 
And then they directed a question at Kiki. Kiki answered it, but then Renee and Alicia were whispering, and that's what Mm -hmm. made Kieran be like, no, fuck off, Alicia, which I was there for. That was fantastic. Kieran did try to be like, you know, you're whispering, just say it to the group, not realising he was digging himself a hole if they did, in fact, say it to the group. I can't even remember. What were they talking about? Um, it was about the fact that Kieran had slept with someone before Kiki oh, in with, Paradise. Yeah, with Jess. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, 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 yep. And the only other note was just with the Alex, Keely, Kira situation, only because the next day we get something where uh, Kira is saying, you know, you don't have any empathy. And I'm like, well, he's actually, he was he was trying to speak up for Keely. He was speaking up for someone else based on how they're feeling and trying to make sure they feel included. And Kira's just like, I don't give a fuck. It's just about me. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about Kelly. <laughs> Kelsey. Um, um, I can't remember why. He must have said something. But I've written, fuck off Glenn in capital letters. And this is before he gets involved. And I've I put in quotes, just... open me up and bring out my personality, which I think I questioned what personality of Glenn's. <laughs> you must have loved the news which came out about them this week. Oh, thanks. We will get into that, but that filled me with hope, <laughs> dreams, Didn't that news also and say that they're, they're fine, though? Yeah, it did. We'll get into how fine you can be after you both cheat, cheat on each other and go, we're even. <laughs> The relationship expert Nelson over here. Yeah, they were on a break. The human lie detector. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not Steve. <laughs> I'll tell you what, um, Renee's Renee's grandpa thought he was the human lie detector. We'll get it to him. Oh, sure. <laughs> um, but we we but do we, have the, the Tim Kieran Matt drama after the banquet. Is that what you're getting to Nelson, or do you have something before that? Yeah, just the I enjoyed the Kiki went in on Alicia as well. <laughs> well of course you did. I mean, just. You could have said anyone's name there. No, Except the but breeze. I thought, I thought the breeze it was... wasn't. No, no. I think a lot of the women let Alicia get away with murder and let her do her petty little shit. Sometimes it was good to see someone arc up, and then like, come on, the little little laughter after she walks off—that's not nervous laughter. Oh. I nah, didn't think nah, she was nah, in the nah, right. Nah, nah. When she was whispering at the table, I was like, you shouldn't be whispering, either say it or don't say it. Mm-hmm. And the laughter thing, whether she's saying it's nervous or not, I'm like, I can understand why Kieran will be pissed off if someone laughs after there's something as serious as that. Would, would that be when you said, fuck off, Glenn? No. Nah. Yeah. He jumped in then too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He jumped in all the time. Um, yeah. And Kieran, like, Kieran's the, the devil, but he was spot on when he called Alicia manipulative. Oh, no, nobody apart from Connor is a good person here. I know, but I just, just in I'd just like us to talk a bit more about how bad Alicia is. This isn't your chance to vent. Just because Jess won't listen to you talk about it doesn't mean we have to. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Jess is with me when it comes to Alicia. She just didn't like how aggressive I was getting about Glenn. Oh, that's it. All right. And then my final note for the episode is, oh, Tim, no. Yes, yeah. he lost This the is the Tim, Kieran, Matt drama where Tim and Matt are essentially... Yeah, forehead to forehead. Just big dogging. But called it fucking Glenn. No, boy, stop. Fuck off, Glenn. <laughs> just stay out of it. I wanted to I... see a bit of Biff. I'm not going to lie. Just imagine if, like, Connor just swung at one of them, just absolutely decked them. That would have been good. <laughs> yeah, well, he's the king of Tassie. I'm he's sick probably of this the shit. king of just boxing. Whack. <laughs> what would he do? He'd, he'd headbutt them. He'd go, no, There'd no, have to be a time. reason why his head's that big. It's. 
for knocking heads. He couldn't do much though. He's probably still got third degree burns. If he just gets a touch on him, he's fucked. But it was just it was pathetic from Tim. Yeah, the, this was for me when he hit rock bottom. And he knew it. He knew it the next day. Yeah, but he'd said to Matt, I think he's like, no one, no one effing likes you. We all effing hate you. And then eventually to the camera, he's like, oh, I didn't expect him to call me out on that. Like, I didn't expect him to take it seriously. I'm like, well, if we don't take what you're saying seriously and believe you, then what the fuck are we meant to do? Didn't Yeah, didn't he say, I didn't mean it literally. Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty, he's pretty drunk. Not defending him. He was an idiot, but he's blurting out any shit then. Yeah. Oh. And I just didn't like like Kieran getting right in Matt's face. Unnecessary. Mm. And another blatant lie of the episode was Kira watching all this saying, um, I just don't like confrontation. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you live for it. Oh, Kira. That's how you I make did, an income. Yeah. I did like, I, I don't know, that all the girls were kind of like, I don't know what to do. So they were just sort of standing to the side, mm. just watching it all happen. And uh, I'm assuming Connor was there too because... No conflict for him. Um, yeah, they even cut to him and him and Mary just sitting on like one of the one of the beds, like they were playing chess. Yeah. <laughs> can we uh, can we get into the most important part of this episode though? As in, wait, that episode finishes to start the next episode where Tim leaves. Is that what we're on? No, 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 no. Don't Kira and Kieran have a quick little argument at the end of this? Uh, Kiki and Kieran. That's the one. Ah, uh, sorry. Yes. Oh, yes, that is very important, actually. I get my first official confirmation of Batty Stupin. I'm just going to keep staring at Batty. Which, which he tells... Wait, I think it's so black, if, like, and she cracks the shits at him. He's just like, well, oh well, and walks out. She says, if there's anything else I need to know, just tell me. He's like, well, I fuck Jess. <laughs> like, it's... I will, well, as much of a dog he is, I do Happened. credit his honesty. When when he backs up against it, he will be honest. To further her point later on, he doesn't offer it up willingly. No. Yes. He waits for the conflict and then he goes, oh, but yeah, I did. But then, and then, and then tries the to get points for it. Being like, well, well, I was honest. Honesty isn't just telling the truth, it's being forthcoming with the truth. <laughs> and he Same. But I was happy. We got our first confirmation, Bakes. There, there have been people saying apparently the, the showers because there's no, there's no, obviously cameras in the showers. That is the go-to place. And the showers are outside from the looks of things. Yeah, that's a villa type thing for some places. A shower is any place with water. Jeez. Let's just say the ocean. I don't, think, I don't think the Paradise Villa is quite the expensive locale. <laughs> Um, but then we get the second confirmation of the season bakes at the start of the next episode, where, as Kieran says, it's proper makeup sex. It's it's fixed. No dramas. Yeah. Do you believe Kieran though? <laughs> I'm oh, questioning if it is fixed. Nah, they would have. Oh, the, not that, that it's fixed, but oh, not that it's definitely fixed. that they had no, proper it's... makeup sex. Yeah. Um, no, that definitely happened. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't enjoy. Was this when they were trying to do like their little photo shoot in the water? This is when they're running in the water and it's just Baywatch. Yep. Yep. Weird. Oh. Also, good. Alicia, mate, going for the lowbrow humour of saying little Kieran was not as funny as she thought it was. 
We wasted a good minute on watching her fucking laugh in front of a camera. Get her off my screen. <laughs> Get her off my screen. Oh, oh, it's just Nelson venting, <laughs> getting all this frustration. Yeah. Like, I, like I, I've got no interest in seeing her on the screen, but I'm not angry about it. I'm angry <laughs> I just don't literally care. every time it happens, and it happens. I do, I do have a note later too often. Nelson will enjoy. It's only short, but I'm sure he will. It will resonate with him. I'm hoping He'll be that it's cathartic, it. bags. Um, so do we talk about Tim? This is Tim. So he's walking around stressed and decides that Paradise is not going to bring him and his relationship... Sorry, that Paradise is going to bring him and his relationship unstuck. So the best thing to do is leave. So he goes to tell a Brit that just says, we're going to leave here and now. We should just go. In the, the cops least, are after me. I need to leave. In the least romantic way possible. Just like, we've got to go. Pack your shit. No questions asked. Let's go. He was told. He and was told. they were never spoken of again. Yep. Nope. And that speaks volumes of how much the producers thought of of Tim just to be like, get the fuck out, we're done. To be to his credit, and Matt did back this up, and the footage doesn't show it, but apparently the first thing he did that morning was go and apologize to Renee and Matt. Yeah. And no, Matt no. Matt's come I out think... and said, Yep, all good. Appreciate that you did that. Uh, I'm still, yeah. I, I, yeah. Right. I think when everything when the when the storm settles, he's a bit more level headed. But as soon as things get antsy, he, yeah. I still credit that he that he takes the flack for it because he, he but he's also come out and said that he's also apologised to Renee and Matt since the show's aired, and that's where Renee's like, nah, he said nothing to me. Well, I haven't seen that, Bakes. And then he's just so, made me look like a fucking tit, haven't you? <laughs> Where's my apology, you dickhead? Um, but essentially, he was asked to leave. The rumours are that he'd, um, oh, he was essentially a bully in paradise. Um, that's also extended to the Bachelor Mansion, backed up by Naranga. And I guess the, the narrative of him being the runner-up means that he needs to be the likeable one, so they're not going to show all that shit, which he actually does. Um. But within Paradise, essentially, he brought a producer to tears, was a drama queen, and they were sick of his shit. And at the point in which he brought a producer to tears, they're just like, nah, fuck off, mate, you're done. Well, 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 well. I think by Bachelor in Paradise, though, that's on you as a production company. You know what you're getting. You know what you're getting. Yeah. If they've seen him in the Bachelor Mansion, because Naranga and him were from the same area and went to the same school. And uh, and Tim apparently just got expelled from a variety of schools in that area for bullying, and that's just the person that he is. Um, he might have changed since then. I'm not sure, but yeah, the production team would have known exactly what he's like during Angie season. Good segue. They, Can we yeah. talk into about you know Little Miss? I need to get my head back into the media. Um, any time I can at the moment. She really and just her, places it in every time she can, can she? I am not copping her being like, I would never would have taken him to the top two. Mm. Like, that's a load of bullshit. She can fuck right off. Yeah, I wasn't on board. That's more just because it's not about you right now. No. This, this has nothing to do with you. This is all, this is not happening right now. Yeah. Anyone that affects right now can comment on it. Yep. Yeah. She's no. Nah, she's trash. It's like it's like she thinks she created them, which is not even remotely true. No, no. 
It's um, no good. Sorry. Tim and Britt are gone. We're done with them now. Yep, no, yep, no fanfare. They just leave. Probably no luggage either. And then, and then we are subjected to an hour and a half of Kira just being delusional and <laughs> just going to town. Like her trying to act like she was the one that was breaking up with Alex had me in tears. Like she is on another planet. This was part of the empathy conversation, which is like, you just don't show any empathy. And I think her line was like, I just don't give a shit about anyone else right now. I'm like, do you understand what empathy is? I think she does. I, I think she's smarter than she's showing. Oh, she is, it's, yes. It's definitely a character, but I don't know. I don't think Alex is smarter than what he's showing. He's just what he is. He's, he is a young, sexy, early man. 20s, pretty boy who's never been in a relationship. He was always going to be eaten alive by Kira. Yep, that sums it up pretty well. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't know why I have this. I'm hoping someone can drug my memory, but I have a note it, of Mary's coming. Back, Mary's coming for your dick. Oh, she said she'd chop off Connor's dick if he got with someone else. That's right. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I really enjoyed how some like of my notes are completely out of context. I need to fix that, but that's all right. Um, um, and then it's the, the point at which Cass gets absolutely wrecked by Jackson because he sits her down and finally tells her, no chance, I'm going to be with Brittany. And then all of a sudden she's into Alex. Yeah, this is the conversation. And she just says from the start, I've been into you as well, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. But also the fact that it cuts to Cass after Jackson drops her and she's like, I don't care at all. Like, wasn't that into it? Fuck off. Is this before, has, has Mia arrived yet or is this after? Oh, Mia's, Mia's a bit after. Okay, right. Oh, yeah, Mia arrived. Um, Scoot. Yep, Scoot. Scoot's like, oh, Scoot. she's tall. Um, and he also, wait, let's just jump ahead because this episode's pretty much crap. Um... My only other one was Cass calling Kira desperate for a rose when she's trying to pull the shit with Alex being like, oh, I'm, I've always been into you. The irony is thick. Yep. Um, Scoat finally gets a chance to have his moment and is absolutely fucking useless on that giant inflatable. Surely the breeze is doing more work. I, I wrote they are going to drown. The footage made it pretty clear that they were going to either drown or be lost at sea forever. Mm, she would drown. Al- yeah. She should have right. had, had Alex out there. At least he knows which way to swim. That um, is true. And you, you're probably all not going to enjoy this, but the the impersonation of Connor I thought was pretty spot on. <laughs> where where it's um, he's referring to what Mary wants all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Bless him. Um, but the only day this episode was Matt. And Renee, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I took no notes of that because... No. It was Matt and Renee Day. Who cares? Same thing. He's and, concerned about she's not over him. Yeah. And um, and love dies because the kite cannot fly. Yeah. Mine the other note was Alicia walks in with a date card and she, she's got a head wobble on her. She's, <laughs> oh, fucking did she ever. She would, ran in face. Yeah. Wouldn't you like just write your own name on it? Like if you've come and it's per- like, got someone the card. needs to do that one season. They reveal the card. It's got a name scratched out. Yeah. Just, just say your own name. Like who's going to read it? I just <sighs> had the head wobble. It's not like you fucking 
create the date. You, you, oh, you just have to fucking mate, code. I'll you tell you why. Because behind the scenes, the producers have just been like, you're our favourite. You know, <laughs> we love when you talk to the camera. Give us more of it. Go stir some shit up. She's like, I fucking got this. And you're the next goes, Osher. You're the next Osher. Fuck me, dead. <laughs> um, she would love hearing that. Um, my only, us- My only other note for this episode is that just two appearances... And Keely has never received a rose. That is a rough stat. Yeah. Silly, silly Alex. Oh, Alex. My only note for the rose ceremony cocktail party, I'm sorry, I had two, was the conversation between Kira and Brit, where Kira's just saying, you know, she's so bo- Keely's so boring. But then Brit just says, yeah, but at least you got a name right this time. And I'm like, fuck yes, Brit. <laughs> Fucking give it to her. <laughs> Um, and last note was Alex's parents live another day because he kept Kira in and I'm assuming the production team had his parents hostage that like it makes no sense why he kept her I don't know I I think he was scared it is the only reasonable probably she's like I know where you live do you ever want to be on any social media platform ever again? <laughs> I will ruin you. Yeah. Yep. Poor guy. Uh, so You're on your own here, Bakes. I have no notes for Tuesday night, so... Well, Cass and Kira leave, episode 11. This is where everyone starts off really loved up, and it's, there's an announcement that there are no new couples coming into paradise. And Alex and Kira are like, ooh. That was no. Sleeve. That was a great moment from Kira when she just instantly turns to him and goes, I don't have to pretend anymore. <laughs> wow. Um, and this is the Survivor crossover. That's right. Bamboo Raft making challenge. And they don't know, but they're being watched by the human lie detector, Steve. I'm sorry, yep. but if you're going to lean that far into it, Channel 10, just get Jonathan in for a day. <laughs> give, every, give everyone a buff. Get the tiki torches out and and do it properly. Like, even Mary knew what was up. She's like, I am not here for Survivor. Like, fuck off. And you could tell she was doing everything in her power to do to as get little as possible to not get in that water. Let's, so all the couples are competing in this. Kira and Alex have obviously left because they're like, well, we're done. Yep. Um, my note about the raft building is uh, the raft building begins and the Tassie King sets out to recreate the spirit of Tasmania. Mary doesn't want a bar of it. Yeah, he's like, don't have enough bamboo. That's the... By the time Scott, Scoot and me are finished, uh, Connor and Mary haven't even left yet. They were still on the shore. <laughs> she oh. knew what she was doing and she yeah. executed it to perfection. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, um... So, being on Scoot 1, I'm assuming that was because of their flaming, Flamingo paddling training. Oh. You prepared them well. Yeah. <laughs> they knew the breeze. Mm-hmm. They didn't even win anything for it, did they? <laughs> nope. No, they were, they were just saying the first one back wins. I'm like, all right. Wins what? Yep. They didn't say a prize, so you really. You get three drinks an hour today. <laughs> um, so, this is when they contend... Oh, Everyone from Bachelor in Paradise is then introduced to the human lie detector and Britt makes the comment that he's clearly dressed for paradise wearing his black slacks <laughs> and a white shirt. I loved that from her. She just gave him an absolute whack. Oh, just put some chinos on him or something. <laughs> yep. Oh. Anyway. Um, 
for some reason, Scoot and Mia, there's really no need to talk about that discussion with him, but for some no. reason, they have to do it as well. I think because they're still there. Yeah. They built the raft, so that came with it. <laughs> they're asking about a relationship, and Scoot's like, I don't know. Like, it's all and, and he's really he's like, pushing he's on really it, sure and he's just he like, I, I don't know, I met, met the bird yesterday. Like, <laughs> yep. Tell me about it. You know about like, tonight. So, not going to lie, Steve, I've got to figure that out. <laughs> Steve, mate, I don't even know her last name. Like, <laughs> not even sure I know her first name. Um, and, and this is where I thought one of my notes is Nelson would enjoy this in hindsight because we have the Alicia and Glenn conversation where Alicia's just saying, you know, I trust him. You know, we've got such this, this really deep connection. Um, we're very in tune with each other. As, uh, with, we're very in tune with each other's emotions. Yep. And I'm like, Knowing what happened, I wonder how Nelson feels about this. I think at the time you hated life. That's my assumption. I blacked yep. out. It was pure rage. I couldn't deal with it. Uh, didn't didn't he say something like, I, I, "This"? I feel like he said something like, "Oh, this is the best relationship I've ever seen." Yeah, I, I know was, he didn't say something like that. But. Yeah, it was pretty. It was, no, it was pretty fucking close. And I just essentially said, "I have no doubts." My my note was, "I am not going to be able to deal." with the next two episodes, with the level of confidence that this is going to give them. Like, fuck off. Like, Well, Too Steve, much. you didn't see that they were going to cheat on each other, did you, fuckwit? And with Scoot. And with Scoot. Should ask Scoot who you're really thinking about, anyways. Um, um, we have the Renee-Matt conversation with Steve. This yep. is where it's also revealed um, through, the, through everyone else in Paradise that Renee has a, had a ringmate I'm sorry, that brought to paradise. Revealed by everyone else, or revealed by the fact that it is clearly shown in footage that Alicia was rifling through someone else's stuff and what found the, the ring. Someone clearly mentioned a ring to Alicia, and she went, I'm on this, and did, rifled did to, like, through her stuff. Like she tried to, to go, oh, yeah, we, we, we borrow clothes all the time, so I just found it. Yeah, randomly. that was fucked. Yeah, it was those which is like, I found it in her luggage. I'm like, how do you find something in someone's luggage? Yep. I opened like, up all the compartments and like, I just found it. Maybe, maybe you see a dress at the top. You go, yeah, I'll wear that today. No, you would have gone through every square inch of that thing. Oh, and this was for me also. So entitled. Decided. I fucking hate her. Cam got really poorly on Cass because Cass was the one that made the ring. Did she make it or she helped design the ring? I'll help design it. Maybe that was it. But she's helped yep. design the ring for Kieran. And then when she came into paradise, she's gone after Kieran. <laughs> like, fucking hell, Cass. Well, we know what Cass is like. She is trash. Oh, giant piece of shit. Yeah. So. Human trash. Um, I did make a note of, we really don't need a human lie detector to know that Kieran's lying. So we probably could have skipped this entire portion. The man goes beat red. His eyes never blink when he's lying. Like... I think we know the body language. I love the body language stuff. And like, you know, the, the shoulder raise is an indicator that you aren't being truthful. And Kieran the whole time just bop it along. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, Kieran. They what him about it? So I'm being honest. Yeah. Nothing would happen. <laughs> yeah, oh. I did say I was, I was really happy that they went with him last, just after the whole setup of these, the cues that someone's yeah, lying. And then Kieran just looks like there's something else that it'll storm off from. Look at us just walk away. Oh, my God. Um, just to hide in the dirty poolside bathroom. <laughs> How good was the conversa- the Instagram conversation, though? Oh, like, I'm not here for inf- to be an influencer. With, he didn't even... like. 
Kieran's brought it up on his own. It's like, you know, after everything, it's like, oh, I'm not here for Instagram. Oh, how many followers do you have? Oh, like 70,000. I don't know. You want to count <laughs> Fucking hell, Kieran. Just leave My it. counting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, he knew that off by heart because he doesn't have his phone there, I'm assuming. Um, so when just, they re- and there's just, the Kiki, Kieran uh, um, conversation with Steve, and Steve essentially comes to the conclusion that it's not genuine at all. What a um, shock. Yeah, it's, it's being put on for show. And then when Kieran returns, he has a conversation with Renee just to kind of understand what's going on there because that's the, the issue with Renee's relationship with Matt and apparently Kieran's relationship with Kira. Sorry, with Kiki. Yeah. And this is also where we find out where Kieran is saying he knew about the ring and he knew it was for him because it looked too big for Renee. That that seems a bit strange. He's very observant. Yeah. What was the reason for the ring? Uh, like, I think just had this to give a date. They started dating, written on it, like yeah. engraved in it or something. But why, but why did she bring it? Because she thought that they would get back together. Yeah. Well, apparently Kieran had told her that they will get back together in paradise. Why would you believe him? Like that's well, he doesn't shrug, does he? I mean, that's, that's an indicator of a lot. He's an honest like, man. You know, I, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Yep, 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 yep. yep. <laughs> we'll be together in paradise. <laughs> As he goes beat red and starts raising his shoulders. Yeah, we're doing I never, it. I never sweat. Um, I don't know the chain of events here, but I've got like Alicia now inserts herself into this entire affair. Yep. Alicia, mate, that's you're not the, the human lie detector. Like, settle down and. Like she just, he, she, I reckon Alicia is frothing about how much she was able to insert herself into this. Is this with the throwing the, of the ring into oh, the ocean situation? Yeah, going into the room, getting her, and just she's waving it around. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Runs it into the ocean. Fuck off. Also, and then Alex gets it. When they previewed this segment, like about twenty minutes earlier in the episode, they made it really seem like that that was Kieran yeah. in the water with Renee. Like that they were getting back together and leaving paradise together. Yep. Swimming out of there. Yep. Yep. But yep. Nope. 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 Instead, they they send what would only be a cheaply made barley custom ring into the depths of the Fijian waters. I wonder if Cat made it. Cat from Bali. Cat <laughs> totally would have made it. Everything comes full circle. It's all you see on her Instagram, she's now got by the replica Kieran. It's a Kieran Scott ring. Yeah. Same date and everything. Um, yeah, didn't... Like, yes, great moment for Renee. You know, finally, what seemingly looks like a moment for her to move on. Absolutely ruined by Alicia getting involved. Yeah, I did make a note that the head wobbles from Alicia this episode have been over the top. She just wished she had a ring that she could throw away. <laughs> so she had to find the next best thing. And there was somebody else's. He was going through like he's just trying and find one. You haven't worn this all. Jesus the whole time oh, Fuck me. Um, and then it's the... She's in my bag. <laughs> then it's the uh, final row ceremony. Yeah, well, the, the, all the, com- the end of the episode is Kiki's doubting if she can trust Kieran. And then the start of the last episode, episode 12, is the cocktail party. Whoa, 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 whoa. You've missed a no, few it's things. Jackson, Ian. Thanks, mate. Settle down. Oh, so I've said Rosa. I've got my episode 12 and ended this one confused. Yeah. So Jackson and Brittany leave. Yep. 
Because they're like, we're not flying out our parents for this. We got together a day ago. So they leave. Mm-hmm. Scott sees that happen, goes, nah, we'll, we'll do the rose ceremony, but I'll, I'll drop you there. They leave, him and his giant woman. It should be said, both Jackson and Scoot just ghosted Brit and... No, 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 no. Sorry, no. Jackson didn't, Scoot did. Yes, Jackson, they, they, from all reports, tried to have a relationship. Um, did you hear why it broke down, though? Yeah, because he had footy practice. <laughs> he had footy on. <laughs> Couldn't travel. No, but hey, from all, all reports, I like I read Brittany's post and I read his post, it seems very amicable, and mm. if things had been I different, I reckon they would have been together. But yeah, his excuse of... Pre-season training started and I couldn't travel. <laughs> Maybe she like didn't like pies or something. And that really just... Well, they, she came down for a, for a birthday party, met all of his family and friends, and apparently... That was, like Jamie. Went great. That's where the Scoot and Alicia thing happened. <laughs> um, but it should be said that... Do you remember during The Bachelor when Jackson's dad kept saying, you know, he's a galo, we don't have time for parties? He's gone to paradise. <laughs> He's, he's got time. <laughs> he's got plenty of time. I had forgotten oh, all God. about that. We're Garlos. Like, you are some... Oh, fucking hell. You make, you make fucking pies, mate. We still need to try a Garlos pie. Well, you, I will. You two can't. Um, I'll sacrifice no, he, myself. He's got veg at once, doesn't he? Possibly. Like, can you picture that man selling a veggie pie? Nah, fuck no. him. Fuck him. No, you can't. No, um, can't. So the couples that are together, we have Connor, Mary, Glenn, Alicia. I apologise, Bakes. It was end of episode 11, wasn't it? So Sorry. Jackson and Brittany left at the end of the Tuesday night episode, but the rose yeah. ceremony was the, the start of the next episode. Because the only note I have was that uh, I really enjoyed Renee's reaction to Kiki giving her rose to Kieran because it looked like she smelt a turd that was held under her nose, but then did a massive 180 to be like... I really hope that they they can be happy together. And that was my only note for the episode, I think, until I started texting you guys, my conspiracy theory. My note about the Kiki-Kieran thing is just Kiki has some really nice things to say about Kieran, and Kieran's like, yeah, I agree, totally. I'm like, fuck, mate. Yeah, she's a good bird. Yeah, I totally love it. Um, now, because they've all given the roses, their family is going to come. And the first family we meet, uh, it's the Alicia Glenn romance. So we meet Alicia's mum. And we and meet Glenn too. We meet Glenn as well. And Alicia's mum, who continually refers to herself as mummy. She was quite thirsty as well. I'll give oh, her that. Oh, fuck. She is jumping Glenn's bones if they ever have a, a stay over at her house. Oh, sorry. I didn't know where I was. <laughs> Filthy and bitty. And the mum reacted to the cheating. She would have been uh, roping Alicia over the goals. Do you I know should have how been, good Glenn yeah, is? Yeah, should have been like, why didn't he cheat with me? That's what it would be. Why Why has he not done this with me? I gave him all the opportunity. Um, Honestly, yeah, well, when, when we saw Glenn's brother, I, 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 I fell out of my chair. Do you know what? This is, it's a bit mean, but somehow there's an even more plain version of Glenn. Like, Glenn is the slightly better looking one as well. Like, yeah. he's just like this he's more rugged, lower yeah. rung version of him. 
didn't like Alicia saying that she'd mack on with the with the brother. Oh, how funny would it be if I kissed him? She said the same. Do you remember last time when Jules's mate came? Jules's mate came and she was like, "Geez, he's good looking." Like, I'll tell you what, single. I'm like, let's be honest. Off. Her cheating with Scott, not that surprising. Oh. And uh, every time that Glenn and his brother laughed, it sounded like an echo. <laughs> Right, no. Stereo surround sound. <laughs> uh, but then they also have their date as well. And I just realised just how much I don't care about that romance. No. 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 I'm here for Mary and Connor. Yep. Yep. 100%. And they had another lovely moment with their oh. families. She accidentally drops the album. It's very cute. He's got all the answers when it comes to a blended family. Mm-hmm. Like how good is he? Oh. He- Fucking hell. He knocks Connor's mum was great. Connor's, Connor's mum was great. Yep. How, especially when Connor was expressing that he's worried that his feelings are stronger for her than mm. hers are for him. And then you hear Mary open up. I'm like, oh, what a story. I, my only comment was, I love the coupling, but Mary's butchered use of the English language towards the end where she's professing her love of just slightly dimmed a, a magical moment. Uh, yeah, I think one of my points was Mary says she loves him eventually. Like, it's not exactly forthcoming. It's kind of like yeah. she goes in a roundabout, goes in a roundabout, goes in a roundabout. She's like, yep, I'll go and say I love you now. She was getting there. She was getting there. I've turned I've turned a complete 180 on, on her. Oh, remember how much we hated the fact that Mary was going to be on this season? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Yep. That's what Connor does, though. That's what the KOT does. <laughs> Can you Tazzy? Get her in here. And then, Bakes, it's back to the future time. <laughs> going to say we got Renee and Matt coming up. Because uh, oh, it's fucking Marty. <laughs> Matt travels back in time to to warn his younger self that he should not be with Renee and does everything he can to sabotage that relationship. He does. Doesn't he stitch it up by saying, you know, Matt, he's pretty good at riding BMX. There's lots of girls around. Oh, the girls love him. No, no, it was girls are all over him. Like, oh, and then he gets up and leaves and says, yep. right, you guys can spend some time together. Yeah, I'll leave you with that one. He was I'll great. Grandparents. He yeah. was great. But um, you can. No one can ever tell me that that's his dad and not him. <laughs> Did you see some of the posts about the get him for the Bachelor twenty twenty one? Who Matt or Matt's, Matt's dad. dad? So future <laughs> Matt, to be clear. Um, but yeah, that that was that was boring. Other than that, we made that funny. Oh no, I liked the Renee's granddad when he's he's sitting there saying he's been a police officer fifteen years, so he's really good at reading people. So he asked Matt what kind of assurances he can give him that he won't treat Renee as poorly as Kieran did. And then Matt just shakes his hand and said, You have a hundred percent trust that I will never do anything to hurt her. Mm-hmm. And the granddad's like, Yep, well uh, that's good enough for me. I think I think, <laughs> think about how many criminals got away with stuff. <laughs> Hey, 100% did not kill that person there. Yes, the body's right there, but not me. Okay, gentlemen's agreement. I believe yep. Take my hand, I didn't kill him. <laughs> he didn't catch a criminal in 15 years. He was discharged. He didn't actually leave. Chantel did say she's like, but he's he's old. Like, if he was a police officer for 15 years, what did, did he do the rest of his career? Like, that's not everything. What, yep. Like he could have been like a traffic. Also, cop. Who knows? at what like point? He... No, he said oh, I was a cop for fifteen years. That could have been the start of his career. He got fired. <laughs> <laughs> What's he been doing for the last thirty years? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that interaction where just the shake of the hand. He's like, yeah, he's, he's I trust him. 
A really bad cop. Um, and then this is this is the one, the Kiki and Kieran showdown, and I stand by it. I am truly shocked that the friend that Kieran brought in was not Tim. Like he's still there. He's still in Fiji. Just wheel him out. Yeah, that, that mate was... He was thrown in the deep end, that bloke. He was a ring-in. I do not think he's ever met Kieran. <laughs> they went to the airport and went, can we pay you to be on a show for a day? Because, uh, yeah, he, he copped it sweet, didn't he? I love how Kiki is crying in front of him, and then when he catches up with Kieran, he's like, yeah, I think things might not be the way you seem. Like, just tell him she's in tears. Like, <laughs> How brutal was Kiki's mum too? Oh, your dog? The dog act. He was as red as a beetroot and shrugging all over again. Oh, he's at his yeah. practice. And he's sweating. He was sweating. <laughs> he was... She gave him a fucking napkin. Good on her. <laughs> Power play. Power play. <laughs> You're going to need it. Um, yeah, it became pretty clear that either the friend didn't know Kieran very well or just they were completely worlds apart in terms of Kieran and Kiki. Because yeah. Kieran's sitting there being like, yeah, it's great. Things are going really well. And Kiki's essentially saying, like, I don't trust him. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Um, I'm also pretty sick of every episode currently ending with them arguing and it, like, cutting to a cliffhanger. Oh, I'm not sick of that yet. I'm still on board. And it doesn't, doesn't it end with him sort of talking about, like, oh, it wasn't as bad as you thought into, into cut with all of the footage disagreeing with what he's actually saying to Kiki. The producers are off him. They are. <laughs> They're done with his shit. Oh, I was I was in with Abby for like ten minutes. <laughs> Fuck off. You spent the night. Oh, with her. that's right. Because Mary Mary stitched him up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good Mary. Good. She's like, I've got love. I'm gonna have a bit of fun now. <laughs> She's back. Oh, she is back. Um, and then that's it. That's it. We're... I was gonna say, is there any more or just best on worst on? Best on yeah. worst on. All right, Nels. Why do I always have to go first? Um, All right, Johnsy. Yes. Go first. All right. Uh, best on is um, Connor's playing of chess. Um, <laughs> Could beat a Russian what? master. <laughs> he he would have done some sort of like technical move that she couldn't have beaten. And he's like, no, I don't know how to play. It's weird. Um, worst on. Jeez. Kieran. I just, I got no, I, got, I don't really have a lot of time for him. Just fuck off. Pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, worst on for me, it's got to be Tim. Mm-hmm. Yes. I loved him. I truly did. I thought his larrikin behaviour was fun. He'd go a little bit too hard sometimes, but you could forgive it. But he just, he really screwed the pooch. I think there's, it's easy, now it's easy to understand how he can hide behind being a larrikin, like, and a pot stirrer, when in reality it's, you're a bit of a bully and just lying. Yeah. It's disappointing. Uh, best on for me. It's the paddle boat. I was almost going to say. Uh, probably, I can't even think of a best on. Let's go with Scope. I think he, he had a short but sweet endearing moment on the boat. And he packed, packed it up when he needed to. He knew his time was up. Oh, God. He, and he tried to break up Alicia and Glenn. This is true. Time so, will tell if he's the hero helps. that I deserve. Um, although I'd love to get worst on to Tim, I couldn't go past a, uh, a best on worst on to the same person. 
and that is going to be Renee's granddad, best on for pumping himself up as a great reader of character, and worst on for believing in handshake. <laughs> That's fair. He's great. <laughs> Actually, honourable just... mention, of course, to Kiki's mum as best on. Yes. Yep. Needs to be an honourable mention there. Yep. Um, I think that just about wraps up this episode. Yep, and we'll uh, we'll be back for a finale episode. Yes, finally. No longer a second last episode, but a final episode. So thank you very much to everyone for listening. We'd love to hear some feedback or questions, even just thoughts on any of the people in Batchy in Paradise. The best way to get in touch with us would be through our Insta page, which is the Batchy Chats. We'd love, we'd love to hear from you, but most of all, we just appreciate you listening in. Hope you've enjoyed this discussion. And thanks to all from us here. We'll speak to you this time next week. See ya. See ya. Bye.